Hi everyone, Matt here. Just a quick message for any new listeners joining us. The current book we're reading is Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, which we started in episode two. So if you're new to the podcast, I'd suggest going back to episode two and binge listening from there so that you can catch up with the storyline and know what's going on. On with the show. Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club podcast, the book club for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonzalez. I'm David Cox. And I'm Josh Matheson. And today we're looking at chapter nine, which is the Mock Turtles story. Yeah. Now we're probably going to have to sit here and actually dissect what happened in the last... Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) (laughs) What happened last week, because if I'm honest, I can't actually really remember... That was a lot. ...what was going on. But if I remember correctly... We had Alice finally got into the, 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 garden. In the garden. She met three spade card rude boys who were painting a rose bush. Yeah, so the roses were white, but they painted them red. Because they planted the wrong bush in the first place by mistake. And then the procession of soldier clubs and courtier diamonds and royal family hearts all turned up. And Alice finally met the Queen of Hearts. Who was lovely. She was who very was, reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't hand out justice very sort of like unfairly. I feel like she was very quick to anger, as most people from Birmingham are. <laughs> Is it? In my experience. <laughs> and then she was invited to play croquet. Which was a with, disaster. Which yeah. was a disaster with hedgehogs fighting live each flamingos, other. Live flamingos biting each other. And a, a, sort of a bit back, back back to the caucus race. There's just no sense of any rule. No. Just like everyone just do whatever you mm-hmm. like. Whenever Cards you want. being hoops. And getting up and walking off oh, yeah. as well, if you remember Cards correctly. Cards against humanity. It was Cards, yeah. <laughs> Cards getting beheaded left, right and centre because the Queen was angry with them. Oh, wait. No. Cheshire Cat turned up and they had a debate about whether you can behead something that's only a head. Yes. Yeah, so th- I think the Cheshire Cat was sentenced to death, no? And then... It was, and then the executioner and was the like, King oh, were arguing. How can you behead something that's just a head? Because yes. he made himself disappear. And that's kind of where we are now. Uh Yeah. So we dive in. Yes. Sure. Chapter nine. The Mock Turtle's Story. You can't think how glad I am to see you again, you dear old thing. Oh, the Duchess is back. back. Straight in. No messing. No messing. (laughs) said the duchess as she tucked her arm affectionately into alice's and they walked off together alice was very glad to find her in such a pleasant temper and thought to herself that perhaps it was only the pepper that had made her so savage when they met in the kitchen when i'm a duchess she said to herself not in a very hopeful tone though i won't have any pepper in my kitchen at all soup does very well without Maybe it's always pepper that makes people hot-tempered, she went on, very much pleased at having found out a new kind of rule. And vinegar makes them sour, and chamomile makes them bitter, and barley sugar and such things that makes children sweet-tempered. I only wish that people knew that. Then they wouldn't be so stingy about it, you know? I find that quite interesting with the whole pepper makes people peppery. So the guy that founded Kellogg's, was um, a Seventh-day Adventist, and he believed that people who ate flavourful food were more likely to be lusty and passionate. Those and he, cereal become a cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he made the blandest yes. cereal yeah, because yeah, yeah. he thought... That's the point, yeah. 
So what on earth do you become I've if you just, eat golden nuggets? I mean, well, I don't know. Uh, but oh, I've yeah. just looked up when he was born, and it was 1860. So it's a little bit after kind of Lewis Carroll and his thing. But it's interesting that that's the same era of this kind of theory of what yeah. you eat affects your mood and the way that you are. She goes off on a tangent though. She's it like, she's like made one little decision, and she's like, and then this, and then this. It was like, I okay. <laughs> I, mean, I wonder what her face looks like when she does these kind of tangents. If she's just because this is all in her head, what does everyone just stand yeah, there just looking true. at her? Like, I think she, she sort gone? of tilts her head to the side. <laughs> she just looks off, and then everyone else is like, "She's doing it again," <laughs> and she's back in the room. Alice. <laughs> she had quite forgotten the Duchess by this time, and was a little startled when she heard her voice come close to her ear. "You're thinking about something, my dear, and that makes you forget to talk." Oh, see, this is addressing the So people issue. do notice. Yay. <laughs> I can't tell you just now what the moral of that is, but I shall remember it in a bit. Perhaps it hasn't one, Alice ventured to remark. Tut, tut, child, said the Duchess. Everything's got a moral. If only you can find it. And she squeezed herself up closer to Alice's side as she spoke. Alice did not much like her keeping so close to her. First, because the Duchess was very ugly. And secondly, because she was exactly the right height to rest her chin on Alice's shoulder. And it was an uncomfortably sharp chin. I love how, like, judgy Alice is in her own head. Yeah, it's just, no just like, around. she is ugly. <laughs> no almost no that. need, is there? No. Is, yeah. Is that a conscious decision? Like, is, I don't know if the, the Queen of Hearts was described sort of... Uh, aesthetically. Oh, I can't remember. So it was really interesting that they've decided, like, and they didn't make that judgment with, like, the caterpillar, or mm. they were like the rather dashing rabbit produced. No, exactly. yeah. no, you're right. The but then, bear, as, we, as we've know, said like... before, the descriptions in this book have been quite concise because even that's concise. Yeah. She's ugly. Sure. <laughs> it's just like Straight you to imagine. She's ugly. She's <laughs> ugly. <laughs> <laughs> we, but also, the, the assumption is that she's given birth to a pig baby. So it's true. Yeah. You know. There's that link there. Maybe she's pig ugly as well. <laughs> Pugly. <laughs> Pugly. <laughs> However, she did not like to be rude, so she bore it as well as she could. The game's going on rather better now, she said, by way of keeping up the conversation a little. Tis so, said the Duchess, and the moral of that is, oh, tis love, tis love that makes the world go round. Somebody said, Alice whispered, that it's done by everybody minding their own business. Ah, well, it, it means much the same thing, said the Duchess, digging her sharp little chin into Alice's shoulder as she added, and the moral of that is take care of the scents and the sounds will take care of themselves. How fond she is of finding morals in things, Alice thought to herself. I dare say you're wondering why I don't put my arm around your waist, the Duchess said after a pause. The reason is that I'm doubtful about the temper of your flamingo. Shall I try the experiment? It's just sounding very predatory now. I don't know. I don't quite know what the experiment is. We haven't. Well, I think the experiment is her sidling closer into Alice and putting her arm around her. Right, she's going to go in for a is little bit. She's still pitch. got a flamingo. Alice is I holding her flamingo. Right, yeah. Because yeah. she's halfway through playing this croquet that's game. That's true, yeah. 
But the Duchess seems to be like pressed right up against digging her chin into her shoulder. Now she's like, now I want a little And now cuddle. she's like, oh, I want to like, put a little side hug. You're she's going for a little side like, hug. You're wondering why I didn't put your arm... Because it's flipping inappropriate. Yeah. I've just met you. It's not You're okay. a middle-aged woman. Where's I'm your DBS? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have it here. I can't. Not basic. <laughs> he might bite, Alice cautiously replied, not feeling at all anxious to have the experiment tried. Very true, said the Duchess. Flamingos and mustard both bite. And the moral of that is, birds of a feather flock together. Only mustard isn't a bird, Alice remarked. Right, as usual, said the Duchess. What a clear way you have of putting things. It's a mineral. Mustard isn't a bird. You have a way with words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so oh. confused. How eloquent. Well, basically, the Duchess <laughs> just wants to try and put her arm around Alice, and Alice is going, I wouldn't. Yeah. She's so she's obviously feeling very uncomfortable now and she's just trying to put the Duchess off. things about birds of a feather and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, but she seems to be obsessed with this chapter just to she's read, she, she's read one self-help book. I think that's again, what it like is, people. in prison. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she's like the Duchess, if she had Instagram, would put an inspirational quote up daily. <laughs> with a photo of a really tidy corner of her bedroom and the rest of her life is a complete mess and <laughs> yeah. on fire. Yeah. A pen, it's like a pencil going like the pencil is the start of a journey. It's like, yeah, yeah but you got a pan thrown at you and your baby was tied up and not. <laughs> I ain't listening to your mustard rubbish. It's a mineral, I think, said Alice. Of course it is, said the Duchess, who seemed ready to agree to everything that Sorry, Alice mustard said. Mustard is a mineral. Apparently. I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't know. You just what, dig it out the ground. I don't know what you'd call mustard. It's a... Spice? It's a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a seed that comes yeah, with it's seed. Yeah, it's a seed. Yeah. It's a seed. Of course it is, said the Duchess, who seemed ready to agree to everything that Alice said. There's a large mustard mine near here. And the moral of that is, the more there is of mine, the less there is of yours. It's another Lewis Carroll pun. Oh, oh great. Yeah, this was before tabloid journalism, so the pun wasn't really that as widespread. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Lewis Carroll gets a job writing... Slanderous headlines for some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, exclaimed Alice, who had not attended to this last remark. It's a vegetable. It doesn't look like one, but it is. I quite agree with you, said the Duchess. And the moral of that is, be what you would seem to be. Or if you like to put it more simply, never imagine yourself to be otherwise than what it might appear to others than what you were or might have been or not otherwise than what you would have been to appear to them to be otherwise. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said that wrong. <laughs> the Duchess seems to be agreeing with Alice. Everything she says, she's like, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Which is making me wonder what her agenda is here. I feel like, you know, when people are o overly nice mm. to you or just agree with everything you say. I'm starting to wonder if the concept of agenda even exists in Wonderland. Well, it's Everyone true. just does something yeah. just because. Just I was doing a bit of homework this week and like reading up on the book in terms of like the genre and stuff. And apparently this the, the genre of this book is nonsense. This is one of the first mainstream examples of literary nonsense. Like and then the second one was Katie Price's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Similar sort of diatribes. <laughs> I think I should understand that better, Alice asked very politely. 
if I had it written down. But I can't quite follow it as you say it. Well, we've got it written down. We can't follow no, it. I still can't follow it. <laughs> That's nothing to what I could say if I chose, the Duchess replied in a pleased tone. Pray, don't trouble yourself to say it any longer than that, said Alice. Oh, don't talk about trouble, said the Duchess. I make you a present of everything I've said as yet. A cheap sort of present, thought Alice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that comment. That's great. <laughs> oh, consider it my gift. Well, I'd re- prefer a real gift. Yeah, exactly. It's like, my presence is the gift. I came home, like, you know, sort of just like, I'm the gift. So <laughs> <laughs> many people give to charity in your name for a present. You're yeah. like, mm. here's a goat. Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> Angola. But I have it. No. Look, wrap, wrap, wrap me up the goat and then I will... <laughs> No, I, love the, I just love the fact that, you know, in Angola, there might be a, a goat there. It's got a little tag around its neck that says, belongs to Tim from Slough. <laughs> We've love from Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they don't give birthday presents like that. But she did not venture to say it out loud. Thinking again? The Duchess asked with another dig of her sharp little chin. I've a right to think, said Alice sharply, for she was beginning to feel a little worried. Just about as much right, said the Duchess, as pigs have to fly. And the... But here, to Alice's great surprise, the Duchess's voice died away, even in the middle of her favourite word, moral, and the arm that was linked into hers began to tremble. Alice looked up, and there stood the Queen in front of them, with her arms folded, frowning like a thunderstorm. A fine day, your majesty, the duchess began in a low, weak voice. Now, I give you fair warning, <laughs> shouted the I queen. I forgot how bad her voice is. <laughs> <laughs> you mean how bad my Brummy accent is? Yeah. No, no. She just bad. sounds like somebody you'd listen, like, listen to on a call centre, like <laughs> customer service. You're yeah. Like, What's the problem today, Mr. Cox? You uh, try turning it break. off and on again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she does when she's not hosting tournaments. <laughs> now, I give you a fair warning, shouted the Queen, stamping on the ground as she spoke. Either you or your head must be off, and that in about half no time. Take your choice. The Duchess took her choice and was gone in a moment. Let's get on with the game, the Queen said to Alice, and Alice was too much frightened to say a word, but slowly followed her back to the croquet ground. The other guests had taken advantage of the Queen's absence and were resting in the shade. However, the moment they saw her, they hurried back to the game, the Queen merely remarking that a moment's delay would cost them their lives. So the Queen's kind of almost saved Alice well, kind from of. the Duchess there, really, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I know she's probably just swapped one tyrant for another, but mm-hmm. at least the Queen isn't trying to, like, make out with Alice. All the time they were playing, the Queen never left off quarrelling with the other players and shouting, Off with his head! Or, Off with her head! Those whom she sentenced were taken into custody by the soldiers, who, of course, had to leave off being archers to do this, so that by the end of half an hour or so, there were no archers left, and all the players, except the King, the Queen and Alice, were in custody under sentence of execution. So it's like the ultimate sin bin, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, just chuck everyone in a pen. Chucking everyone in a pen to 
time out. They should bring that back into professional football because I think it would iron out a lot of the problems at the moment. Off with his head. No, like diving or things like that. (laughs) (laughs) Into the pen. No. Get in the pen. You wouldn't do it again, would you? It's just an execute. Well, no, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) It's physically impossible to do it again. Then the Queen left off, quite out of breath, and said to Alice, Have you seen the mock turtle yet? No, said Alice. I don't even know what a mock turtle is. It's the thing mock turtle soup is made from, said the Queen. I never saw one or heard of one, said Alice. Come on then, said the Queen, and he shall tell you his history. See, this will be good. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't go well. We love a character history, don't we? As they walked off together, Alice heard the king say in a low voice to the company generally, You are all pardoned. Come, that's a good thing, she said to herself, for she had felt quite unhappy at the number of executions the queen had ordered. They very soon came upon a griffin lying fast asleep in the sun. If you don't know what a griffin is, look at the picture. Oh, wow. It actually says that in the narrative. Yeah. That's really lazy writing as far as I'm concerned. I know they say a picture says a thousand words and maybe he was trying to keep the word count down, but there's loads of other stuff you could have cut out. Good grief, there is. A lot of long poems that, that could have... Moment. That whole Duchess oh. thing could have gone. That could have been a description of a griffin, which is a phantasmagorical exactly. creature. Exactly. What was, about when he spent like children? eight pages doing a snaky poem on the page that I could Or the old read. man, you're old, Mr. William, yeah, or whatever was, it was, Father was William. Up, lazy thing said the queen, and take this young lady to see the mock turtle and to hear his history. I must go back and see after some executions I've ordered. And she walked off, leaving Alice alone with the griffin. Alice did not quite like the look of the creature, but on the whole, she thought it would be quite as safe to stay with it as to go after that savage queen. So she waited. The griffin... <laughs> to be fair, I've made the same choice. An eagle-lion hybrid, someone from Birmingham. I'd take the eagle-lion <laughs> eagle We're really lion slamming the bodies oh, today. Yeah, we just lost light. I would like to apologise on behalf of Matt. I think I Birmingham actually, is a beautiful place. I actually... I, I wouldn't say it's beautiful, but it, there, there are some nice places in Birmingham. They've done the city centre out quite a lot recently. The new library is beautiful. It is. And the train station looks very cool. It looks like something from Star Trek. See? There's a very good brunch place there as well called York's Bakery. You Shout know out a very to good brunch place everywhere. I do. That's what happens when you go on Professional tour. Professional brunch. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> he really is. You find all the best poached eggs in the country. If we hadn't started a podcast about books, you would have started one about brunch. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the other idea, a greedy pig club, yeah. where you just talk about what amazing food you ate that week. Coming 2021. <laughs> <laughs> the Griffin sat up and rubbed it eyes then it watched the queen till she got out of sight then it chuckled and then it speaks so i need to oh i don't really thought about this no we haven't had one for a while i'm trying to work out if we can kind of do something tonally in the sense because it's a hybrid animal i'm wondering if there's some way we can like really make it difficult for josh and try and mix Great. like an eagle tone with a lion roar oh for purr. goodness sake <laughs> can you speak like <laughs> but but every time you get to a full stop you have to go <laughs> I, what does caca sound like i went to the shop oh, okay. <laughs> no, you, you did it you got the griffin you take this one 
So basically, it's like a mix of like a parrot voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's essentially Polly wants a cracker. Right, good. With a lion rumble Perfect. here and there. Great. I'll just chuck them in just for yeah. fun. Oh, great. <laughs> Dave's already lost Well, because, it. because in previous chapters, we give the voice and then immediately Josh starts talking and me and Matt just burst into laughter. <laughs> and listeners by this point go like, uh, so, yeah, I hope they're laughing too, to be honest. <laughs> then it chuckled. What fun! <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> Said the griffin, half to itself, half to Alice. What is the fun? Said Alice. Why, she! <laughs> Said the griffin. It's all her fancy, that! <laughs> He's on a register. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to wait. Oh... <laughs> uh. Oh, crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's all her fancy, that. <clears throat> they never execute nobody, you know. <clears throat> Come on. <clears throat> We're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> Let's hope the Griffin didn't stick around for long. That's what so many edits. I'm, like, I'm really hoping that there wasn't anything important to the storyline there, because I did not hear a word you just said. I just heard the voice. Can you read... I mean, was there anything like, important about the queen? No, she basically, he basically just said, "Don't worry, she never actually kills anyone. She just puts." Okay, them in the cool, great. Thank okay. you for summarising. <laughs> and then he says, "Come, come on, come with me." Right. Everybody says, "Come on here," thought Alice as she went slowly after it. I never was so ordered about in my life. Never. They had not gone far before they saw the mock turtle in the distance, sitting sad and lonely on a little ledge of rock, and as they came nearer. Alice could hear him sighing, as if his heart would break. She pitied him deeply. "'What is his sorrow?' she asked the griffin, and the griffin answered, very nearly in the same words as before. "'It's all his fancy, that. <clears throat> he hasn't got no sorrow, you know. Come on!' <clears throat> "'It just doesn't get old.' <laughs> <laughs> uh. So they went up to the mock turtle, who looked at them with large eyes full of tears, but said nothing. This here young lady, <clears throat> said the griffin, she wants to know your history, she do. <clears throat> and then the mock turtle speaks. You could be like a blues singer. <laughs> I don't know. What, like, nobody knows the trouble? No, like, oh, you know, that's not... I was struggling Like, Deep South. Yeah, but you're going to have to sing it. You have to sing the I line. have to sing yeah. all yeah. the mock... For yeah. goodness <laughs> sake. <laughs> Every time you get to a full stop, can you go... He's <laughs> <laughs> got a band. Okay, great. You said the Mock Turtles were a band. That's true. They sang, they sang, um, can you dig it? I'll tell it to her. (laughs) Said the Mock Turtle in a deep, hollow tone. (laughs) Sit down, both of you, and don't speak until I finish. (laughs) So they sat down, and nobody spoke for some minutes. Josh is like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's speaking. <laughs> but also, like, surely as a writer, you, you tend to cut to the drama. Why would, you, why would you waste time going, nobody spoke at this point? 
It just seems yeah, like... it's very bizarre. Oh, well, whatever. It's nonsense. So they sat down and nobody spoke for some minutes. Alice thought to herself, I don't see how he can ever finish if he doesn't begin. But she waited patiently. Once, said the Mock Turtle at last with a deep sigh. I was a real turtle. <laughs> it is like a blues song, though, because it it's is. Um, like all blues songs is a story. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's True. people. I had a good woman to yeah, yeah. And, and, and then what... she left me for my friend. Da, 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 da. It's just, that's all it is. It's just <laughs> depressing. Matt gets to show off. <laughs> <laughs> nice licks, them. Trying. <laughs> okay, good. These words were followed by a very long silence, broken only by an occasional exclamation of getting <laughs> <laughs> anywhere. No, but you, you guys have done well there because it says an occasional exclamation of from the griffin. Oh, so he does do pretty parrot much, noises. Pretty there much sounds go. like a parrot. And the constant heavy sobbing of the mock turtle. Oh god. Heavy sobbing. Wow. This is Fun depressing. Chapter, it it is great. really dark <laughs> why did they cut it for the disney film oh, i yeah, just well. don't know <laughs> alice was very nearly getting up and saying thank you sir for your interesting story but <laughs> she alice is probably going like that's it i draw the line <laughs> i'm, I'm going home <laughs> <laughs> what am i doing <laughs> gonna end it all but she could not help thinking there must be more to come and so she sat still and said nothing when we were little, now, 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 the mock turtle went on at last, more calmly, though still sobbing a little now and then. We went to school in the sea, now, now, the master was an old turtle, now, we used to call him Tortoise. <laughs> I like that he's not very good at like, rhyming. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> yeah. Also not very imaginative. It's just a turtle called Tortoise. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you call him Tortoise if he wasn't one? Alice asked. We call him Tortoise. Because he taught us. Oh, God. <laughs> Get in the bin. <laughs> You're like, no. Because as soon as you were said, I was like, it's Duh. another dad joke. Oh, Lewis. Lewis, what are you doing to Why? us? Why? Said the mock turtle angrily. Really, you are very dull. Did you just say that to Alice? Yeah. Is calling her dull. Yeah, for, for asking the question about the Oh. Purpose. Yeah. Oh, as in dull as in stupid, not dull as in boring. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. You're not very sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that. He's right. You ought to be ashamed of yourself for asking such a simple question. Mm. <laughs> Added the griffin. <laughs> as if there was any doubt who was talking. <laughs> And then they both sat silent and looked at poor Alice, who felt ready to sink into the earth. At last, the griffin said to the mock turtle, Drive on, old fellow. Mm. Don't be all day about it. Mm. And he went on in these words. Yes, we went to school in the sea, burning around now, though you mayn't believe it. I never said I didn't, interrupted Alice. You did, said the Mock Turtle. Hold your tongue, 
added the griffin before Alice could speak again. The Mock Turtle went on. We had the best of education made about a bit of In fact, we went to school every day. I've been to a day school too, said Alice. You needn't be so proud as all that. With extras? Asked the Mock Turtle a little anxiously. Yes, said Alice. We learnt French and music. And washing? Said the Mock Turtle. <laughs> Just, I feel like I need something. Like that. that was good. You, you, that was a question mark as like two jazz chords. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that was considered. <laughs> Certainly not, said Alice indignantly. Ah, then your school of yours ain't really a good school. Said the Mock Turtle in a tone of relief. Now at us, they had at the end of the bell, French, music, and washing extra. I'm loving how long the riffs between the lines yeah. are starting to get. You're getting very comfortable with the music. <laughs> so just to, just to, so the, the tortoise is wondering why she he, she didn't get taught washing. Yes, so it, right. se- it seems like he's been taught French music and washing. So and he's smug. You couldn't have wanted it much, said Alice, living in the bottom of the sea. I couldn't afford to learn it, da, 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 said the Mock Turtle with a sigh. Ah, <laughs> I only took the regular course, but I need a bow, a bow. What the what? The regular course. Oh, Sorry, okay. addiction's going out the window, no, isn't it? Fine. What was that? Inquired Alice. Reeling and rising, of course, to begin with. That was just to, so we're clear. That's reeling and writhing, right? Which okay. I think is supposed to sound like reading and writing. And then the different branches of arithmetic. Ambition, distraction, uglification, and derision. Ah. <laughs> Der- derision? Derision, yeah, that's good. I'd never heard of uglification, Alice ventured to Ug- say. Uglification? Yeah. I So so, it, so it's different branches of arithmetic, and it's supposed to be addition, sub- subtraction, multiplication, and derision. He's gone for ambition, distraction, uglification, and derision. Right, okay. Just so we're all on the same Fair page. Yeah. I mean, none of that's maths. But... I've never heard of uglification. What is it? The griffin lifted up both its paws in surprise. Never Magnifying, it exclaimed. You know what to beautify it, I suppose. But, uh, yes, said Alice doubtfully. It means to make anything prettier. Well then, the griffin went on. If you don't know what to uglify is, you're a simpleton. <laughs> Alice did not feel encouraged to ask any more questions about it, so she turned to the Mock Turtle and said, What else had you to learn? Well, there was mystery, the Mock Turtle replied, counting off the subjects on its flappers. Mystery, ancient and modern, uh -uh, with seography and then drawling the drawling master was an old conger 
that used to come once a week. He taught us trolling, stretching, fading, and coil. Trolling, <laughs> trolling, <laughs> trolling with the conga <laughs> it did turn into a Tina Turner concert just then. Yeah. I've moved right. away from the bluesy thing and more towards some rock kind and of, roll. Oh, yeah, I'm no, go so for it. Sorry. Proud Mary, it's way right, proud flag. Right. Proud There's Mary. no rules. No, <laughs> there are no rules. <laughs> Uh, what was that like? said Alice. Well, I can't show it to you myself, but in a the Nocturtle said, I'm too stiff, and the Griffin never learned it. Hadn't I? <clears throat> said the Griffin. I went to the classical master, though. <clears throat> he was an old crab, he was. <clears throat> I never went to him, but it don't matter, the Mock Turtle said with a sigh. He taught laughing and grief, they used to say, So he did, so he did, said the Gryphon, sighing in his turn, and both creatures hid their faces in their paws. And how many hours a day did you do lessons, said Alice, in a hurry to change the subject. Ten hours the first day, said the Mock Turtle. Nine the next, and so on and so on. What a curious plan, exclaimed Alice. That's the reason they're called lessons, the Gryphon remarked. Because they lessen from day to day. Stop it! (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. It's like, if I just got this straight, we've just had four pages of talking just to get to the whole pun of lesson and lesson. Oh, dear. This was quite a new idea to Alice. <laughs> I love how he just carried on. Just I, like, I, no more to say. Let's I can't, just barrel through. Just, uh, <laughs> let us carol through. <laughs> this was quite a new idea to Alice, and she thought it over a little before she made her next remark. Then the eleventh day must have been a holiday. Of course it was, said the Mock Turtle. And how did you manage on the twelfth? Alice went on eagerly. That's enough about lessons, the Gryphon interrupted in a very decided tone. Tell us something about the games now. Oh, that's the end of the chapter. Oh, that's it. That's, that's the whole. That's the whole thing. Whoa, that was a cliffhanger. Uh, and why I mean cliffhanger is, I mean, he just finished it halfway through a conversation. Yeah. When not even how many pages have I written? Yes, and I've just said the chapter there. I need to lie down. Matt and I have overworked our toy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really a lot happened in that chapter. We had a very annoying conversation with the Duchess and then a very annoying conversation with the Griffin and... And then a Mock Turtle, who was never described, by the way. It's not like... No. The Mock Turtle looked like a turtle. They never told us But it had a was. pencil yeah. drawn on moustache. No. Yeah. Right. He no. says, like, I was once a real turtle. And it's like, well, what makes you now not a real turtle? They didn't address that. We'll have to see if there's any illustration, like some of the ones we've been uploading... Because uh, there's quite sort of good, like classical illustrations. Yeah, we might be able to find a, a photo. Because we'll have to online. take that as verbatim. Yeah, of. yeah. Like I really like the one with the. F- um, if everyone wants to go on our Instagram page and look back, we uh, there's a picture of, for example, for chapter six, the frog, uh, and the fish. Oh yeah, um, the footman. Port- the footman. That's yeah, it. yeah. And that really, I was like, okay, I'm there. 
Is it supposed to be a bowl of soup or something? <laughs> no, it's a turtle with a cow's head. Great. That would have been worth describing. Why did, why did you say that? But, I would have been yeah. more interested. But like, how would you know that? But if but before Google, how would pe- people have known that? Well, exactly, because it's like they, they drew a picture of the griffin, yeah. but didn't draw... So, yeah, it's got it, it's a cow's head, turtle body with little cow feet at the bottom and a cow's tail. So I don't know why that wasn't described in the first place. It would have been made the whole thing a lot more interesting. Agreed. The Spartan Notes here is trying to say that the griffin and the mock turtle were two people that Alice seems to get, like, comfortably relate to. But I never, got, I didn't get that feeling from the chapter. I didn't feel like she related to these two characters any more well, than she, she did she was the Mad trying, Hatter. Wasn't she? She was like, "Oh, I went to school. Oh no, I did, I did these subjects." Oh, I suppose. Oh, okay. She, maybe she, in terms she, of trying. parallels. Yeah, and oh, they're, they're not. Yeah, maybe in they're... terms of life experience parallels. And I didn't think of it that way. And up to this point, I mean, maybe the Duchess was on a similar level. But to this point, they've either been way superior, or in some cases, like the pigeon, inferior. Yeah, so it's the first time that status-wise, yeah, they're both on a level playing because they're both they're all sort of down talking nuts. about their childhood and they're all talking yeah. about yeah her because everything so far she's been trying to relate to school has always been like oh what lessons will I learn I'm too big for that and this is what I learned at school and uh, so this is the first time someone has related to her on her level in terms of her where she is currently in her life i.e. a school child but I still feel like she really struggled to get through the nonsense to sift through just like she had with the Mad Hatter and the March Hare the craziness and the ridiculousness of Wonderland I think is still making it really difficult for her to understand yeah. what the point of it all <clears throat> is or what's going on I feel like when she comes up for the whole she's going to need more of a lie down rather than some sort of clarity in her head she's not going to come out going like I am one She's just no. going to be like, Ugh. this isn't going to be some kind of cathartic experience where it all ends and you kind of feel like there's some it's kind of resolution. It's just it, going to yeah. be like, what the hell was that? Yeah. yeah. What, what's coming up in chapter 10? Do you want to tell us what the chapter, the, the name of the next one is? Chapter 10 is entitled The Lobster Quadrille. I mean, we've just gone on another tangent, haven't we? There's now a lobster. Okay, we'll have to think for the next week over what... Not too crazy. Yeah. We've already done Sebastian the Crab. He's an opera singer. <laughs> <laughs> no! George is going to cry what? next week. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can email us on thelazybookclub at gmail.com. Or drop us a little line on Twitter at, at lazybookclubpod. And it's exactly the same handle on Instagram at lazybookclubpod. We've had some lovely reviews and ratings on iTunes, which we really do appreciate from everybody. But uh, we'd like to put a little challenge out there to anybody who listens to share this podcast with somebody. When someone says to you, oh, what podcast do you listen to? Or do you got any recommendations for a new one? Please do recommend us. It will help us grow our audience. And then you'll have more people to talk about the absurdity that is Alice's Adventures in Wonderland with when you're out and about. So join us next week for chapter 10, The Lobster Quadrille. We'll see you there.